0: Welcome to Faith, Reason, and Geekdom. I'm Roger. My brothers and sisters in Christ join us every Thursday as we work out these three perspectives in our everyday lives. Merry Christmas and a happy upcoming New Year's for everybody listening to the podcast. I'm so glad you guys are joining me today. And today it's going to be our top 10 list of the top 10 best movies, I believe, that are in 2022 my list there's a lot that i didn't see so you guys will have to forgive me but today i'm glad you guys are joining me year end movie reviews are a big thing and i thought you know 2022 is coming to an end again hope you guys had a safe safe holidays merry christmas happy new years but to celebrate i thought that i would give my personal which I think there are the top 10 movies of 2022 that I have seen. Now, there are a bunch of movies that I did not get to see. I wish I would have saw more, but I didn't have all the time. So like everything, everywhere, all at once, I didn't see that. Barbarian, I didn't get to see that. The Woman King, I didn't get to see that. All Quiet on the Western Front, I didn't get to see that. Nope, it was in my queue for a long time to see. I didn't. I wasn't able to see that movie. Uh, the Banshees movie. There's so many movies that I wanted to see, and I was like, I just couldn't get to see all of them. So, uh, Fableman's is another one that's usually might be on a lot of people's list if you're there to give you their top 10 of 2022. But I'm just going to give you the ones that I was able to see. So, this list might be very Very different from anyone else watching this. Prey was another one that I did not get to see. I think it was only a Hulu show. So that's another one that if I would have saw those movies, some of the ones that I mentioned, then I think definitely those would be on my list. And the list would be a little bit different. So until then, we're going to go ahead and check out my list. Now, once again, before we start, please... If you guys could rate, subscribe, give us a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you can find them and share it with your friends. Check it out. This list too. I know some of you guys are gonna have Babylon. That's one that I've been wanting to see. Did not get to see that one. So <laughs> you guys are probably thinking, like, man, his list is like a list of things he didn't get to see. But no, those are just a few that definitely probably would change my list. But let's start off right off the back at number 10. Now I'm not gonna to spend too much time on every single one of on my list, but there might be a movie on my list that I'll give a little bit extra attention to. So just kind of heads up on that. Once we get into the list, again, top 10 movies of 2022. And at my number 10, there's gonna be a little movie called Fall. horrible thing happened to you. I just want you to be able to move on with your life. Come here. It's coming up on a year. I have something that's planned, and I need a partner in crime. The B-67 TV tower. I haven't climbed since... Becky. If you don't confront your fears, you are always going to be afraid. Uh, Let's do it. Let's climb your stupid tower. I was blown away. I was shocked of how much i liked it it wasn't you know great and incredible but i did not expect a lot from this movie at all i was expecting something that's going to be you know a cheesy you know little low budget movie this film is directed by scott mann and he actually co-wrote it as well it's not starring a lot of big names there's grace curry uh virginia gardner jeffrey dean morgan was like one of the only people that I recognize and he has a very small role, but this follows two women that are climbing a 2000 foot radio tower and up top, they get stranded. And if you're afraid of heights or you don't like heights, this movie is very scary. It got me sweating. Some of the scenes were incredible. The way the visuals were, showing the shots from how the, the depth perception really gets your palms sweaty. I know like my wife's palms are sweaty. Like I just like melted into my seat. They had little harnesses and they're trying to climb this huge tower. And the girls are like a uh, venture seeker. So they've climbed many mountains. There was a tragic death from uh the, the boyfriend and that kind of got her or her husband actually but and that kind of got her to be down and sad and so this is her big comeback moment is climbing this uh with her best friend and they get stranded up top but some of the scenes where the wind is blowing and they're just high i was like if i that was me and if i was in the harness i would just melt completely melt inside because i do not like heights at all that is the becky that we need for this trip This is sick damn it Hunter! what are you getting us into at number nine on my top 10 movies of 2022 is the northmen now this is from one of a up-and-coming director that i have my eye on a lot and i really liked what he did with the witch robert Eggers will be yours thank you father my king ussen your kin or hate for your enemies your strength breaks men's bones Ah! i have the cunning to break their minds and night by night we will carry out my pledge of vengeance i will avenge you, father he also did the lighthouse and if you've seen those two movies he's a really good director and the Mint is one that was very, very highly anticipated. Uh, to be honest, I actually thought this would be lower, a uh, higher ranked on my list, but I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought it would be. You had, of course, uh, Nicole Kidman in there. You had Anya Taylor-Joy, Ethan Hawke. You had Alexander Skarsgård. And this was an epic movie. Vikings are in it. Like, how do you not like this movie? Like, you see the movie trailer... And it's just epic. They're in Northern Ireland. There's fighting. There's heads getting chopped off. There's like some weird uh, mythical creatures going on. Some weird realism in the movie. And I just, I enjoyed it. I thought it was going to be a lot better, but it did make my top 10 list. So it, it is number nine on my list. But some of the fighting sequences in here are just Incredible. The beautiful cinematography, the pictures just pop, the color, the settings, the snow everywhere. I mean, Robert Eggers does a fantastic job with the cinematography. The shots he sets up, it's kind of weird. Like in your face, you have William Dafoe in here acting all crazy, doing his William Dafoe stuff, his William Dafoe isms. The costume design is also really cool, too. You know, these are big Viking sword fighting action, and there's something deeper in this movie, too. But I, I think it, it, for me, it kind of missed the mark a little bit compared to uh, the Lighthouse with Robert Patterson, William Dafoe, and of course, The Witch, which I think is his best movie to date. But there's some weird imagery. Uh, it's kind of creepy, uh, horror ish. The same kind of energy you would get from a uh, Robert Eggers movie. This is a movie about revenge. Pure hate, pure violent, revenge, vengeance. Excellent performances, by the way, by Alexander Skarsgar, All the performances as well. This is truly a visionary director. And the story and the plot, I didn't really enjoy. For me, it was mainly the cinematography It was mainly the realism that he has, the shots that he sets up, the weirdness of it. That's what I really liked. Um, The story and the plot didn't really interest me. It's a revenge story. Good action, but not great action. But, nevertheless, nonetheless, it makes my number nine. Okay, coming up. At number eight, I just saw this movie, saw it in 3D, so it's fresh in the mind. Avatar, The Way of Water. This movie surprised me. It is definitely, hands down, without a question of a doubt, it is better than the original. James Cameron has done it again. The king of the sequels, he didn't do Alien, but he did Aliens. He did Terminator, and obviously Terminator 2. I I don't know what else to say. This is definitely better than the original Avatar. And James Cameron, The Abyss, Titanic. He just knocks it off the park with the big blockbuster. True Lies is another one of my favorite James Cameron movies. And this one's going to make a lot of money. It's stunning visuals. The special effects are jaw-dropping when you realize and you see what they have did with this movie, how much the technology has advanced this incredible. We thought with the first avatar, this is the best that we're going to get. We were wrong because part two exceeds that in the technology. The water scenes were amazing. It could be a little so three hours, but it went by pretty fast for me. I even enjoyed the story was better than the original. Wasn't great, but I think it really hits a lot of archetypal, a lot of embedded story within us, uh, coming of the age. Uh, This is about family. It's about protecting your family, and it's also about fathers, sons and fathers. This movie has emotion. Uh, obviously it has the spectacle, which is just incredible what they could do. And it also has a lot of action. The action's better, of course, than the original. Again, some of the scenes of them flying and shooting, James Cameron knows action. There's no doubt about that. There's never been a question about that. And what he did with this movie, the spectacle that, that it is Avatar, The Way of Water, it's interesting that it would be interesting to see it without 3D, but i think even without 3d i think this movie still holds up and it it made my top 10 it's number 8 avatar the way of water you have to see there's a lot of interest interesting questions this that this movie proposed and maybe we'll do a separate reaction or review or analysis of avatar way of water the way of water which i'm i'm thinking about doing so i don't want to say too much but this movie really did an excellent job. Why do you come to us? I just wanna keep my family safe. Treat them as our brothers and sisters. Teach them our ways. Forest boy, if you want to live here, you have to ride. Let's do it. Just breathe, breathe. That's all they see. I see. I'm a warrior like you. I'm supposed to fight. All right, and number seven is gonna be Bullet Train. This is a good action movie. I saw it. David Lynch is the director, of course, starring Brad Pitt. He had Annie Joy, making an appearance. And this is movie is uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. I'm sorry, <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson making an appearance. I'm just talking about the Northmen. That would have been a different movie if she was in there. But yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson. This movie was really good. I think I talked about it briefly on, on, on a few episodes again of the podcast. It, this is a, an action, but also there's a lot of comedic uh, things in here. Also produced by Antoine Fuqua, who I really enjoyed. You know him from training day and the tears of the sun and the equalizer movies produced by him. It's in good hands. I really enjoyed the cameos in this movie. There was, there was a a few notable cameos and I think the way action movies can be, and some of them could be played out some of the same old stuff. Uh, But this one was fun based in Tokyo the bullet train these people on there and you got these hostile <laughs> environment for brad pitt there's there's mystery a little bit of mystery there's assassins all the typical things you see from um action movie there's a little bit of um uh, i see some quentin tarantino a little bit of a uh, guy Ritchie isms in here and it was definitely a fun ride that i would not miss and so if you guys haven't seen Bullet Train, it's on Netflix. You guys can check that out. But that definitely made my number seven. Okay, at my number six top movies of 2022 is going to be Father Stew. Come on, <laughs> I mean, I had to put it in. There's a you know Catholic show, Christian show. I have to put this in there. Uh, starring, produced by, of course, mark walbert you had mel gibson in here jack weaver this movie is a low budget so a bio autographical drama of course by the real life boxer turned catholic priest who went through many sufferings a muscle disorder it's a really heartfelt story low budget i think this movie only had a budget of like four million dollars now to us that's like a lot like what so yeah speak for yourself but when it comes to a movie that's Wow, that's like really low. And so this hit theaters and it growed like 20 plus worldwide. So it definitely made its money back. It was actually re-released like earlier this month in December. I think December the 9th. It was a uh, re-released as Father Stew Reborn. And it's a PG 13 edited for wider audiences audiences because this movie was originally rated R. And I mean, you have father stew in Southern California, trying to become a priest, the suffering that he goes through. It's, it's very inspiring. This is an awe-inspiring movie. I think you, this is a tear jerker. I think you're going to tear up at a bunch of times. You're also going to feel very hopeful. And it's one of the few, uh, Christian movies. That's not over the top cheesy. It's not like pure flex, anything like that. Again, this is a rated R, Uh, I had a little bit of problems with the movie, you know, but overall, it's good, especially a very good story. The Virgin Mary, the Blessed Virgin Mary plays a part in this. You have somebody who's who's trying to who's struggling with alcohol, who's trying to find his way in life, who's trying to be a struggling actor, and, and he has this encounter with the Blessed Virgin Mary. And then he goes on to try to get into the seminary and he has problems with going up against humans and then spiritual problems and physical problems coming up. So this is a really good movie. If you guys haven't seen it, Father Stew, I would highly recommend this movie as well. Uh, I know some of you guys might not think this is interesting but if you if you li- watch the movie um, I think you're going to be surprised about how much you actually like it so that is my number six now we're going to get into the top five and my number five top ten movies of 2022 is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness now this movie of course directed by Sam Raimi and it definitely is a Sam Raimi movie if you've ever seen one Produced by the great Kevin Feige, of course, coming back, returning in Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch. You had Elizabeth Olsen, Chewy Chew Edgia Four, who's like one of, I think one one of the most underrated actors working, um in in Hollywood. He's very amazing. Benedict Wan is in there as well. So this is a really good movie. Um, it's fun. It's really fun. I should say better, and it's really engaging because the first time I saw it. I thought it was okay, and then I saw it for the second time, and I thought it was a little bit better, and it was really fun, especially, I won't spoil too much, but the cameos that are in here, there's a a few different um, cameos of people in the multiverse that come up, and I thought that was just so cool. You know, the original was directed by Scott Derrickson, so the sequel coming back up, uh, playing off of WandaVision, the television show, so I think this is a really fun movie it's a really good movie and i enjoyed this movie a lot um i wanted a little bit more wildness from the multiverse and all that we didn't get as much as as I, i would liked but um still good movie overall if you guys haven't seen it uh check it out every night i dream the same dream Nightmare begins. I did what I had to do. To protect our world. You cannot control everything, strange. You opened the doorway between universes. And we don't know who or what will walk through it. Wanda. What do you know about the multiverse? Viz had his theories. He believed it was dangerous. He was right. I'm sorry, Steven. Your desecration of reality will not go unpunished. definitely a lot of horror elements it's not a scary good jump scares also of course it's sam raimi evil dead you know so definitely a lot of horror i think there's a lot of symbolism that is in this movie uh i think they knew what they were doing you know they're saying that this is like satanic dynamic uh oh i'm sorry dynamic but um I think they knew what they're doing with the symbolism. I don't think it's a movie like that where you watch it and it opens up, you know, doors and all that stuff. Nothing like that. Uh, but definitely, whoever was making the movie, the film design, they knew what they were doing. A lot of symbolism to break down this movie. And I think um, the messaging behind it. Uh, if you understand where it's coming from and and you have your faith and stuff like that, it's nothing that's bad or anything. But I did hear there was a little bit of talk in the you know Christian community about this movie. Um, so that that's that's for another day. That's for another story. At number four, it's gonna be Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. I mean, Chadwick Boseman's passing coming back again this is going to be a really difficult movie to do to see what they're going to do there was a lot of anticipation ryan coogler coming up with the screenplay um you had Lapita nuanga coming back you had all a lot of the cast coming back but i think this was interesting because what are they going to do how are they going to how are they going to navigate the passing of black panther chadwick Boseman, and i think they did a really good job this is high critic high critic awards This movie did really good opening weekend uh i believe it's the sixth highest grossing movie or highest grossing film of 2022 so it definitely made the top 10 uh namor was really good i really enjoyed the water stuff not as good as avatar water stuff obviously but the what what they did with namor the what they did with changing it uh the the conflict that the nations have with with each other and even the United States in the wake of King T'Challa's death I think it was very interesting I think there's going to be uh, definitely some awards I don't think this will win Best Picture or get nominated. For best picture but there's talk of uh angela bassett getting a nomination for supporting actress and of course visual stuff um i don't think it'll win an oscar or get nominated but namor there was a lot of representation of course people are, are making a, a a a big uh um a big thing about how a lot of the latino community and you had a uh, tanac huerta in here playing namor uh but i tell you what it's it really I didn't think I was going to like what they messed up, you know, the backstory of Namor not being from Atlantis and and kind of changing it up to be like a Mayan Aztec kind of thing. But um, if you're going to do something like that, you got to do it well. And and I think Wakanda forever uh, definitely did it really good at as best as they could. So I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, Definitely. Of course, uh, one of the better Marvel movies of the entire year. Let's not talk about Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, Let's just move on from that. But yes, but as far as a Marvel movie, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever was definitely good. I did enjoy this movie. Coming in at number three is going to be Elvis Baz Luhrmann's Elvis, of course, starring Austin Butler, Tom Hanks. There are some would make me out to be the villain of this here story. Let's don't let a good thing die. Are you born with destiny? Or does it just come knocking at your door? He's a young singer from Memphis, Tennessee. Give him a warm Hayride welcome. Mr. Elvis Presley! Get a haircut, buttercup! In that moment, I watched that skinny boy transform into a superhero. Destiny. Tom Hanks did good. He did his Tom Hanks thing. Austin Butler, this was a a, def, a career defining making role. I think this put him on the map. Uh, I believe he's going to be in Dune Part 2. There's talk of an Oscar nomination for best actor and I think he's going to get it. Um this movie I believe is going to get a Oscar nomination for best picture. Mark my words. Um Austin Butler and Elvis are going to get Oscar nominations. This was really good, really fun. When it comes to biopics, um, they went in into a direction that I didn't think they were gonna go. They kind of went the kind of like uh, this is the same guy who did um the movie, The Great Gatsby, and The Great Gatsby was okay. It was good. Um, I didn't think it was gonna work with Elvis at first. When I first saw the first five minutes of Elvis, I didn't like it. Uh, But after five or six minutes, then I got it. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm in. I'm in. And this was definitely one of the best movies of the year. Uh, One of my favorites. Obviously, it's at at number three. So um, this was really good. The performances, the music, the accent from Tom Hanks wasn't my favorite part. Uh, But again, Baz Luhrmann, man, the colors, the way it popped. Uh, going back and forth as a little elvis going a bigger one they didn't spend too much time at at his age as a little kid and i like that i really enjoyed that i got that they got into the meat part and i really appreciated them not spending too much time on little kid elvis i wish to promote you mr presley are you ready to fly i'm ready ready to fly Tomorrow, all of America will be talking about Elvis Presley. the i I can't move. I can't sing. Some people want to put me in jail. The so well's moving. They might put me in jail for walking across the street, but you're a famous white boy. The way you sing is God-given, so there can't be nothing wrong. With it. Martin Luther King yeah. has been shot to death in Memphis. That's all right for you. Tragedy. But it has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with us. Oh, my love. My darling. I've hungered for your touch. Reverend once told me when things are too dangerous. And I think he really went into the role. He didn't look like Elvis, but. He became elvis the the performance that he gave it's just incredible um the costume design the colors really popped out really colorful movie uh the movie was fast paced love biopics they hit a lot of it not every single Elvis hit, but as much as they can, they hit on those beats. The movie moved really, really fast. the pacing was good uh. Tom Hanks as the the villainous guy, you know, playing back and forth, showing a lot of his history. Uh, It was emotional as well. It was fun. Um, I really liked this movie. And again, mark my words, you're going to see Oscar nominations for Austin Butler and an Oscar nomination for Best Picture for Elvis 2022. At number two, Top Gun Maverick. This movie, I think, surprised everybody. Nobody thought that this movie was going to be. I mean, this is 20 something years after the original, which the original was good. But the original is an 80s cheesy movie. It was a movie of its time. I enjoyed it. But again, this is kind of like the Avatar, the way of water kind of way is when the sequel is better than the original. And this one starring Tom Cruise, this one, Miles Teller, this one was great. This one's really good. The action sequences were incredible. Again, if you saw this in the theater, the sound, the sound design, the thumping, being in the actual cockpits, the aerial photography that took place in this movie is astonishing, just amazing. Avatar Way of Water and Top Gun Maverick definitely uh, trailblazed this year in pushing the envelope to the movie. This is an action, it has drama. All the way back from a 1986 sequel uh, created from like a newsletter, I believe. And there's, of course, a little legal issues going back. But Paramount hit it out of the water. Of course, the producer, Jerry Bruckheimer, like this is a was uh, IMAX, uh, Adobe screens, X, all of those things. you can feel. You can feel the thumping. You can feel even uh, watching it on the small screen at home you could still feel all the twists and the turns. Of course, Miles Taylor did a really good job. And this is like 30 years after the Top Gun match. He's still the the captain. And he's like, why aren't you, our um, Admiral, why aren't you moving on? And he's like, I'm going to stay what what I like doing. And the whole story is about uh, the old trying to retire the old and Tom Cruise saying, I still got something left in the tank. And it was really great to see. Of course, Val Kilmer, the cameo that he has, uh, the performance was good. Um, it was really heartwarming. I really enjoyed that, what they did uh, with with Iceman. Incredible. Movie was good. It was emotional, had action, had all the visual effects. Of course, Tom Cruise, crazy man, likes to do everything on his own, everything practical. So Top Gun Maverick is on my number two. And at number one course, number one movie of 2022 that I've seen, The Batman. I can take care of myself. If this continues, it won't be long before you've nothing left. I don't care what happens to me. It's only gonna get worse for you. Whoa, take it easy, sweetheart. Hear everything they say, ain't you? Maybe we're not so different. Who are you under there? I'm vengeance. Directed by Matt Reeves, starring Robert Patterson, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright, John Totoro, Peter Skarsgård, Andy Serkis, Colin Farrell. This movie was stacked. I mean, so beautiful. The stuff that they did visually, the shots, the way they linger on certain angles, the shots they decided to put away. This was really great movie. like I just was blown away by the story. Very dark. This Gotham was really good. Paul Daniels, serial killer. The Riddler was haunting. Just this has elements of this is this is seven in a superhero genre. This is Chinatown in a superhero genre. And it's not just that. Of course, you hear people like the, 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 the film noir and all that, of course. Yeah, but this is a, a crime movie. This is an action movie. Inspirations from year one comic, the long Halloween comic, all of that stuff like that. Many different iterations, uh, a little bit of the, the new 52 Riddler. But the casting, Robert Pattinson, the best Batman in a mask, I think. Uh, overall, I wouldn't say that, I would, but in the cowl the best Batman in cow. And most of the time he was in the cow. You didn't see a lot of Bruce Wayne. And I like that starts off at Halloween. So you get the creepy vibes. It's very moody. It's dark. It's rainy. Uh, of course, Oswald Cobblepot, the penguin played by Carl- Colin, Colin was, uh, unrecognizable, the sound design. If you were in the theater and you heard the engine of the Batmobile, one of the scenes when the Batmobile makes its first appearance, it's incredible. It moves the whole theater. It moves it beats right into your heart, right into your shakes your bones to the core and the fight sequences were were good, but the actual drama, again, like I said, the sevenness, the the Seven, the Silence of the Lamb, Chinatown, that aspect, the story was really good. Uh, not a perfect movie course you know there's some problems plot holes but overall the crime drama was really good we saw a taste of it in the dark night with christian bell but i think the batman took it to another level and i cannot wait to see more the cinematography was some of the best that i've seen beautiful shots of course a great accent colin farrow the penguin that's why they're making another show from him uh just incredible so So again, let me run down my list of my, that I've seen at least, you know, my top 10 movies of 2022, number 10, Fall, number nine, The Northman, number eight, Avatar, The Way of Water, number seven, Bullet Train, number six, Father Stew, at number five, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, number four, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, number three, Elvis, number two, top gun maverick and at number one best movie of 2022 the batman now there was a few that i saw and i was disappointed i call them near misses what i thought they would be in my top 10 and it just didn't do it for me one of them was um amsterdam um see how they run some of those movies like that black adam i enjoyed it but i thought it was going to be in my top 10 some of those movies that i saw don't worry darling and i thought oh they might make my list um they did not make my list because i was a little bit disappointed at the movies of course uh thor love and thunder uh again let's not talk about that one but That is my list. Uh, Once again, I hope you guys have had a Merry Christmas. Enjoyed the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And again, have a Happy New Year's for everybody. Faith, Reason, and Geekdom. I'm Roger. God bless and God love you.